Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, yeah. The Yanks are back. Sign somebody. Spend some money. Let's get it. know if I can get a good urine. A good urine. That's not a good way to start. A good urine. A good year in there. I mean, I'm still coming off the cold. And it's cold, so I'm running the heat in my house and the dry air. Gotta put the water in the humidifier. And then I'm skeeved out by these microphone covers, these pop filters, these windscreens we have on the mics. They're dirty, and I'm like... Everybody spits on these in here. Everything in here is gross. I'm going to get sick again. Everybody's sick. And i got to talk for five hours. Keep McPherson on the fan. This is a five-hour KM to AM. I almost didn't make it. I was spinning the block. I literally circled the block five times trying to find a parking spot. I got one. We're in there on time. And I didn't have to fight anybody or fend anybody off like Al Dukes. 877-337-6666. What do you guys want to talk about tonight? It's a five-hour sports talk show. I have zero guests lined up. And that is on purpose. This is my first one of 2024. Happy New Year! After this weekend, no more of it. No more greetings. Like I just saw Rich Ackerman. I gave him the Happy New Year because I haven't seen him yet. But, like, I mean, after the first week. I know some people try to give it two weeks, 14 days, 15. After the first week, it's like, yeah, we know. We got it. Happy New Year. We're in, we're in there. One, four, two, four. It is the fourth Thursday. And uh, I did not book any guests tonight because next week I've got five in a row. Five five-hour sprints. Monday through Friday, KM to AM, and I got to find some guests for then. So I'll save my favors and my ass and my bookings for next week. It's just me tonight, and there's plenty to go over. There's plenty to talk about. Usually I get on the uh, Elon Musk machine, and I say WFAM, like play on WFAN, my, my W fam, which I want to talk about on the radio tonight. And <laughs> People weigh in with a bunch of different things. Uh, I know obviously what you guys want to talk about tonight is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook 
has joined the Ravens. The flock, whole lot of flock going on. Big trust, flock gang. Dalvin Cook, Robert Sala told you he still got a little more juice in those legs. Dalvin Cook goes and joins the number one seed in the AFC. Do not be surprised if he's scoring touchdowns. Do not be surprised if he's helping the Baltimore Ravens. Like if all of a sudden he looks like the Dalvin Cook of old, don't be surprised. I mean, I'm so done with the Jets season. As I was driving in, I'm thinking like, how did they find a way to make this the worst season of Robert Sala's three-year tenure? How did they find a way to make this overhyped Aaron Rodgers season where it just it, it, it doesn't stop? The signings that you had to punt on, like a McCole Hardman traded, and then Dalvin Cook waste the money, money that could have been allocated other places to shore up, I don't know, the offensive line, the backup quarterback position, like, good grief, it's a mess. I heard Salicata say Rob Sala is the worst coach in the NFL today. I said that last night. Look at the record, and when you watch the NFL like we all do, we're, we're familiar with every head coach. We, there's not that many teams. We've watched every team. Uh, we watch every game. We see these guys in prime time. Rob Sala is the worst coach in the NFL, but his job is safe. Black Monday is approaching, and Rob Sala is safe. 877-337-6666. Zach Wilson is safe as well. He's practicing, but uh, he's still in concussion protocol, and I think that's all she wrote. That's all we're going to see from Zach Wilson with the Jets, and good for him and good for the Jets. Enough is enough. Time to move on. And on the other side, speaking of time to move on, will this be Saquon Barkley's last game as a Giant? Once a Giant, always a Giant. I want to be a New York Giant for life, but... We're right back to where we were before this year. And now, I don't know the direction next year. Are we drafting a quarterback? Is Daniel Jones going to be healthy? Do I want to run it back another year on potentially the franchise tag or not getting my long-term contract? See the money that Jonathan Taylor got. See the money that Josh Jacobs got. Derrick Henry is going to hit the open market. Dalvin Cook just joined the Ravens. Could you imagine Saquon Barkley with the Ravens this year? I remember some people were talking about that trade around the deadline that never happened. And, you know, they've had a bunch of running backs. J.K. Dobbins went down the first week of the season with a torn Achilles. You just you didn't hear anything about him because he's not on Pat McAfee. Um, they had Keaton Mitchell pop up as a rookie speedster filling in. Uh, the Gus Bus, Gus Edwards. Justice Hill, whoever, not bad for a running back. Lamar Jackson can run the ball for them. And, uh, man, if Saquon wants to hit the open market and uh, turn the page on this Giants tenure, I think he's going to be wanted in uh, a couple different places. So, Giants fans, call up. Tell me how you feel now about Saquon Barkley, your number two overall pick, Saquon Barkley, no matter what. No matter what. It's rivalry week. As the Jets face the Patriots, as the Giants face the Eagles. But this is it, folks. A crummy season. A terrible season. And here we are again talking about tankathon.com and draft position and who they're going to draft and where they're going to draft. And while other teams are coming up with these different scenarios, whether they win, lose, in or out, the only scenarios here for New York football are where they're going to pick, who they're going to pick. 
whether they should even win the game. You play to win the game. Hello? They're going to go out there and try and win the game, but I don't think Bill Belichick and the Patriots, if this is his last game and he's heading somewhere else, I don't think they're looking for that streak to end. And I also don't think the Eagles, who have beat up on the Giants multiple times, they've got a little streak of their own. Uh, I don't think that they're looking to lay down either, whether it's Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito. I think they got plans of getting a win and getting right as they head into the playoffs. 877-337-6666. Man, what else is going on? What else happened? You know, I was talking about Black Monday and... You know, I saw Devontae Adams come out there and endorse former Giants linebacker Antonio Pierce. And it made me laugh because um, if you listen to WFAN, there's been conversation the last three, four weeks about the Jets trading for Devontae Adams. It's not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. He wants to be a Raider. The guy grew up a Raiders fan. He wants to stay there. But then I saw John Harbaugh, a rumor, or Jim, rather. I always get the brothers confused. A rumor that Jim Harbaugh might be in the running for uh, that Raiders job. We're, we're about to find out. It's going to get interesting here. But, you know, coach of the year, Brian Dable, he's good. And um, Rob Sala, he's never had a quarterback. Run it right back. Hmm, what else do I have in my notes? Oh, man, the Knicks. The Knicks are back. Brunson goes off for 31. Randall goes off for 35. And, you got rid of the mid three. There's a new big three in town. Alphabet guys are out. RJ and IQ, bye-bye, bring in OG. And I think OG is a good fit. I think that's a good trade. When's the next trade coming? Who's the next guy they're going to get? You needed to shake the team up. Good. Isaiah Hartenstein. This guy is emerging right now. Good. Take advantage of your opportunity. Make sure Stephen A. Smith... Speaks highly of you and puts respect on your name. A career-high 20 rebounds? Five blocks last night? And he's got 10 points, a little bit of an offensive game? I don't know. I'm looking at the Knicks like, hey, one more move, as everybody's saying, and maybe they can compete with the top of the East. On the other side of town, your Brooklyn Nets, well, maybe not your Brooklyn Nets, but my Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets were fined $100,000 today. <laughs> NBA Communications put out the fine. The NBA announced today that the Brooklyn Nets organization has been fined hundred grand for violating the league's player participation policy in connection with the team's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they have lost every game since. They're off to a nice vacation in Paris. The Brooklyn Nets are a laughing stock. They're a joke, and this is one of the worst times to be a Nets fan, and there's been some pretty bad ones. But this has been a rough stretch right here. This has been a, a laughable stretch right here under Jacques Vaughn and these different guys that we're seeing on the Nets, obviously after the KD Kyrie era. But I think it all really stems from the holiday game, Wednesday, December 27th. If you hear me talk about the Brooklyn Nets, I say this Nets world has been built. I've been going to Barclays since they opened the place when nobody was in there, when opposing fan bases could come take over that place. It took 11 years, but now there are actual Nets fans that were eight years old when it started. Now they're 19 years old and they can go on their own. What I'm saying is the Nets have fans. The uh, 
little joke that they used to say, oh, all five Nets fans. No, the, the place is sold out. And unfortunately, a holiday game like that, two days after Christmas, the Brooklyn Nets go out there and decide that they're going to rest players that were perfectly fine to play on the second half of a back-to-back and then pull some other players and the league smacked them on the hand for that. You know they got a new policy about load managing and resting guys, and it just looks dumb. You did that in front of your own fans. You did that in a game where your fans felt like you were competing and you just conceded the loss, and you don't have losses to just give. In my opinion, the season's cooked. I heard my own drop today where I said, Trade whoever. Like, you're coming up on the trade deadline in about a month. Trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Nick Claxton, Royce O'Neal, whoever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Nets have to be on to the future. This head coach, this team is not it. And maybe that $100,000 fine will get the attention of Joe Sy, the owner, who Nets fans say is more excited about lacrosse, tweeting about lacrosse and talking about lacrosse than the Brooklyn Nets. There's more energy towards the New York Liberty than the Brooklyn Nets. It's a mess, and they created the mess. They sold their souls to Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden went the superstar route, then blew it up last year without a real plan, and here we are. You've got a bunch of pieces to the puzzle that don't fit. Fix it. Okay, now that I've bored you with the Nets talk, I know what you guys want to talk about. Oh, wow, again? The Mets signed another former Yankee from the 82 and 80 squad? (laughs) Harrison Bader, number five, playing center field for your New York Metropolitans. I don't hate it. I'm not going to troll. I think it'll feel more like a slow roast tonight. I think over the course of five hours, I'll just throw in little jokes and jabs. You know, we get it, right? They're the B squad. They're, that's the second team, right? The Yankees are DFAN guys, and they're going to the minor league squad. But I don't hate the move. In this short amount of time, the Mets have made more moves than the Yankees, so it isn't like a Yankee fan can be like, oh, what are they doing? Like, you, know, you can troll a little bit because it is funny to see guys that we didn't want go right across town. One man's trash is... David Stern's treasure. I thought he was a Met fan. I thought he, he snuck in the Shea Stadium. I thought this was a dream come true to be with the Mets as a, as a lifelong Mets fan. You're moving like a Yankee fan. You're moving like you watched the Yankees last year. <laughs> ah, Steve Cohen and David Stearns, they don't care about the Mets fans. They're making these moves for Carlos Mendoza, which, like I said, I, I get it. I, it makes perfect sense. He has a relationship with Luis Severino. He has a short relationship with Harrison Bader. Go ahead. Go sign Domingo Herman. right? It was rumored that you were going to sign Harrison Bader two days ago, so we knew this was coming. Go and sign Gio Urshela. We saw those rumors as well. Go pay Jordan Montgomery all of the money. Why not? Get the band back together over in Queens. These are moves that if you took the team that they last played for away from and, and you just look at them as like they're – They're not lottery tickets. People are calling them lottery tickets. I I think they're parlays. You're just hoping that they hit. You're hoping that it it works out. They're big ifs. These are plus 1,000 parlays. And I'm not going to troll tonight. I'm not going to because I I really don't care. I'm waiting on the Yankees to make a move. And we'll we'll get to that in a second before I close my open and we take a break and get to the phones and the calls. But, like, you know, I don't care to troll the Met fan because – 
it's a clear change in philosophy right now. Steve Cohen came in and told you there was a five-year window to win the World Series. Oh, he's flip-flopped. Oh, he's gone back on that. Pretend that never happened. Pretend he never said that. I think it's funny how Steve Cohen gets so much respect and is treated with grace that the Wilpons were never treated with. What has he done for you? He won 101 games last year, two years ago now. But what has he done? That was an embarrassing exit in the postseason. But, oh, King Cohen, Uncle Stevie. I call him Moneybag Co. and the Make It Happen Mets. Always got to wait now. Always got to wait, wait, wait. Back to school and I hate it there, hate it there. Everything I want, I got to wait a year, wait a year. The Met fan always has to wait. I thought it was win now mode. I thought it was championship or bust. I thought this was the new gold standard in baseball. No, 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 no. Rookie owner doesn't know exactly what he's doing. David Stearns, you're the Ivy League guy. You had success in Milwaukee. Treat this like this is Wisconsin. Make these little marginal moves. Knowing that we do have the money. If we want to go after Yamamoto, no way the Mets miss out on Yamamoto. He's their only big fish, their only target. No one will outbid the Mets for, come on. So, uh, the whole Yankee-Met rivalry and thing, it's cute, it's fun right now. Well, we don't really have much. And Harrison Bader, Luis Severino, Carlos Mendoza. Yeah, you, you take those guys from the Yankees, the A squad, because you know they're familiar with the area. They've lived around here. And... They can handle New York. Some guys can't. So at least you check off the box that, hey, these guys are going to know how to drive to the stadium. And when the Mets lose a bunch of games, they'll know how to handle the media. And Carlos Mendoza, your new manager, first-time manager, now has some guys that he has some rapport with. So I'm I'm literally serious. Go ahead and sign Domingo Herman, Gio Urshela, Jordan Montgomery. Why not? Why not? And we can make the jokes about the leftovers and the sloppy seconds or whatever. But the real jokes are going to hit when we get into the season. Let's see what the Mets are. Let's see if Harrison Bader stays healthy. Let's see if he can hit. I like Harrison Bader. I'm not going to talk down on the guy. Luis Severino was absolutely trash last year. He was the worst pitcher in baseball. Good luck with that, $13 million. But Harrison Bader, uh, Harrison Bader had some big moments for the Yankees. Hit home runs in the postseason. Harrison Bader hit a big home run in that Orioles series. I got to meet Harrison Bader's uncle, his mom. Hi, guys, if you're listening. And Andrew Levy's perfect suite during the 4th of July games. Harrison Bader had had some big moments for the Yankees. I will say he was a spark plug when needed. And when Judge was out and he came back from being hurt, you know, he was an impact player. But when the Yankees had their nine-game losing streak, when the Yankees started to struggle, man, he was a big part of that. He laid us down. Now, he's going to play a great defensive center field, but the Met fan can't rely on him to be your everyday center fielder. He won't be. You signed Brandon Nimmo for eight years. But what does that tell you? There was a clip of Stern saying, we could stand to add an outfielder, maybe a defensive one or a bat first guy. You got the defensive one. So if these guys stay healthy, Starling Marte as well, you shouldn't have to rely on Harrison Bader every day, but there's a chance you may need to, and that's not... What you want. 877-337-6666. Quickly here about the Yankees and for the Yankee fan. It's Yankees for clicks. I always feel like I have to remind you that. Whether Buster only comes out and says that the Yankees are going to trade for Shohei or Otani or whatever it is. Um, it's always Yankees for clicks. Scott Boris 
represents Mr. Snell. Blake Snell is uh, rumored now to have private interest in the New York Yankees. And that's 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 funny, too. Like, you always got to read the words. You always have to read between the lines. If it's private, why is it on Twitter? If this was, if this was private information, why is it leaked? It's leaked to drum up the conversation and get other teams to pony up. Blake Snell, if he wants the long-term deal, the big money, he's going to be with the Anaheim Angels. I'm not really that interested in Buddy. I actually had a back and forth with him on Instagram. I have to go resurface that. Yeah, you guys all know about the Rona and Snellzilla and his uh, Twitch channel and gaming and all that. But I just, I don't know. I'm having a hard time imagining the rotation and the Yankees when they get together to watch the starting pitcher that day's bullpen. I'm having a hard time putting together the thought of Carlos Rodon standing side by side with Blake Snell and Nestor Cortez and Garrett Cole and uh, Cody Poteet. Did I say that correctly? Is that who we got today? Cody Poteet? Okay, yeah. So last night, if you heard me, which I know you probably didn't, you were probably sleeping, I said, and there was an article written on WFAN.com. Shout out to Ryan, man. I think Ryan always is writing up the articles for me and C-Mac. We don't get too much videos or clips, but our quotes hit the, uh, the articles. So I said, I'm going off of their own habits and behavior, talking about the Yankees. Habits are hard to break. Right, And Brian Cashman has a habit of finding his Cashman finds, wheeling and dealing, making trades, finding a diamond in a rough. So I said, Brian Cashman's going to wheel and deal, make some random trades, and you're going to get your, your spring training invites, and um, you'll see some journeymen and guys we forgot about or guys nobody knows or nobody wants. Those guys are going to compete with the young guys for the fifth rotation spot or pitching depth bullpen. That was the quote from yesterday, and then we literally got that today with – Cody Poteet, who I've never heard of, uh, from the Marlins, Royals, whatever, signs him to a minor league deal, and the Yankees made me laugh today because the Yankees see talking Yanks put out there that the Yankees have spent zero dollars. They're among uh, four teams left, and so the Yankees are like, oh, let's let's get out of the company of those four teams: the Cubs, the Marlins, the Rockies. Let's let's spend some money. Let's sign Cody Poteet today to a major league deal, and then that also will uh, deflect from the rumors of Scott Boris and Blake Snell saying that there's private interest. We also found out today that Jordan Montgomery, his first choice is to return to Texas where he just won the World Series. Good, good, run it back. If he's not interested in coming home, do not overpay for him. No more second tours. And more and more, I'm starting to get the idea that the Yankees are going to go into this season, see how it goes, and if they got a trade for a starter at the deadline, that's what they'll do. 877-337-6666. We got plenty to talk about. It's a five-hour KM to AM on the fan in New York. Call me up. Let's have a good time tonight. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. McPherson on the fan. It's a little bit after 7.30. I'm on till midnight. Call me up. 877-337-6666. No guests tonight. Just me and you. You and me. You and I. I and you. Let's get right to it. Leading off, who else is Josh in the Bronx? Keith McPherson. Hey. Welcome to the first KM to the AM. Yeah. Five-hour schmooze. Yeah. Let me tell you something. For all the sports teams, round and round she goes. Wherever they land, nobody knows. Delvin Cook to the Ravens and and the Fraud Boys playing Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Show me that. Herman, I'd love to see it. Herman is, Herman is still suspended going into the season, huh? <laughs> And yeah. the Mets are going to pick him up? Yeah, why not? Round, round and round He's proven in goes. New York. Why not? They need pitching. Round and round she goes. Where they land. Who knows? Thank you for taking my call. Have a great show, sir. Good Goodbye. job, Josh. That, Josh, come on, man. Josh is a loyal listener. WFN, super fan. Online and on air. He's supportive online of all of our shows and all of our hosts. And... Before I even get halfway through my open, before I really even get four or five cents in through my open, Josh is dialing that number to be on my show. I had to go to him first. Uh, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm looking at the topics of the calls. I'm looking at the names. I'm looking at the cities. Ross and Bergen County, back on the fan every day. Hey, what's up, Keith? Hard to follow, you know, Josh, or go-to hype man, but uh, happy new year, man, and how's it going? Happy new year. Good, good. I'm trying to find this Rangers game. I know we got Blackhawks, Rangers on, Rangers up one nothing. I'm trying to get eyes on that tonight with no Knicks basketball, no Brooklyn Nets basketball, Yeah. no Devils we got, game. Uh, we got a battle of the first overall picks, the Darts first game in the Big Apple, and our last run here just had a crazy assist on a one-timer to, to Panarin. So they're up one nothing hey. right now. Blackhawks are awful, but, you know, you got Bedard coming to town for the first time ever. The prices are through the roof. I mean, at the end of the day, it's MSG, too. But, you know, you look at a team as bad as that West Coast team because they only come around once a year with how the schedule's set up. So even you look at the Rock, too, you, you don't even have the garden aspect to what those prices are nuts because, you know, Bedard taking the league by storm. Yeah, yeah and uh, there's a ton of Chicago people that live in New York. And whenever there's a Chicago yeah. team here, they show up to see them. Yeah, well, they had the Bulls uh, there last night on uh, ESPN, so I don't know if like, they flew together or something. You know, the old Francesa to the San Francisco Giants <laughs> and New York Giants grabbed dinner with each other. But uh, anyway, man, you know you know what? They're the least of our problems right now, Rangers and Knicks. You want to talk about another orange and blue team in this town, man. 
What is it? And listen, listen, Bader himself, for all we know, he, he's probably their best offseason move to this point, you know, so far, which says a lot. And, you know, I'll say this. So however long I've been calling you, I think I mentioned this already. The, I think the Cohen discourse has been the thing I disagree with you on the most. I think you mentioned a couple months back that you think now is going to kind of be the changing of the guards or Cohen under, you know, at the helm. I don't see it, man. Listen, it may be years from now, but I don't see it anywhere, to anywhere clarify, in the near future. <clears throat> to clarify, yeah, well, Ross, I don't just, want to you, but. no, just for the uh, for the audience, I do believe that with David Stearns at the helm, not Billy and Epler, not Steve Cohen thinking that money can buy everything. I do think that this is the start of something. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I do think that this is the potential start of the Mets not being the LOL Mets and turning into a perennial contender, not being a laughing stock. so that let's say in five, ten years, Steve Cohen's money will actually matter because if they're winning, if they have a culture of consistently getting to the postseason, then you can buy whatever free agents you want. Go ahead. Yeah, man, I don't know, though. You look at, you know, the whole notion today, you even brought it up with kind of, you know, the picking off the Yankees, which is kind of funny. You hear some people say, you know, the changing of the guards on who's big brother now, and yet we keep plunking off the little brother. You know, I, I saw the old tweets, you know, they say towards the end of the World Cup, these guys like the, the Grandy Man, Todd Frazier, some of the old, you know, Yankees, the Mets, and even, you know, Granderson was still, you know, towards his prime, and even was, you know, a big part of that uh, 2015 run, you know, the, the rest of the time is here. Now you're looking at guys like, you know, you know Harrison Bader, he had that postseason run, yeah, but he was basically injury riddled like he'd been his whole career. You know, Severino coming off legit by a mile, the worst season of his career, he's no stranger to injuries. Mendoza has no magic experience at all. I mean, what's stopping them for, you know, all of... The, the all all the stars in the in the universe are aligning for Gio Urshela to be the next Matt, and I mean, yeah. you know he's got and, some real competition. And Ross, the it, it makes him, sense. And These aren't bad moves; oh, yeah, yeah. they're just bad moves for the fans. Yeah. That's why I laugh and I say your owner claims he's a fan. Your president claims he's a fan. They're not thinking about the fans and how the fans are going to feel talking to their neighbors, talking Ooh. to their coworkers, listening to the fan. They're making these moves, and why wouldn't Luis Severino stay in his same house with his wife and his kids well, and just I'm play saying, for the other know, New York team? Harrison Bader is from Bronxville. He got a little taste of playing for the Yankees. Why wouldn't he sign with the other New York team, stay right here, Carlos Mendoza as well? These guys get to stay home, and they get employed. Right. And with Steve Cohen, you, you hit the mega millions, $13 million for Severino, $10.5 for, for Bader. That's no money to him, but the Yankees They're damn sure taking- weren't giving him those deals. That's been the entire notion this offseason. Like I brought up, I think on an older call, I brought up to you. I said, you know, I'm, I'm surprised you don't go out and get Manoa or something after you know the ad he had in uh, uh, Single A last year. You know, the guys coming off their worst seasons, going for Sandy, uh, coming off of Tommy John. I'd expect him to be like our two, three or something. And I heard uh, Evan today talking about, you know, he thinks Cody Bellinger's a fraud and everything. I think he's the co- complete opposite of Rodon because you look at Rodon had the two best years of his career coming, you know, when he had, a, you know, a bag on the line, a, you know, uh, contract years. Bellinger was broken goods with the Dodgers, and he had that, that you know, talk about proving years. He had a proving year with the Cubs and, and more than capitalized on it to the point where he was putting up numbers similar to his MVP year. So yeah, I think and I hope the Cubs re-sign the him. I hope the Cubs... Right. Um, I think they should. I think he was a big piece of why they were even relevant. You know, they bring in Swanson. Absolutely. You know, they had Mancini Hosmer they brought in. They didn't even survive the season. Bellinger was the, the reason they were even relevant. I know they took the wild card, but you know, you look at him. Listen, I was, I, I guess it's kind of contrary, but we, we saw him make the most of a prove it year. You know, if they bring him in, I, you know, I wouldn't be complaining like guys like Wendell. They got yeah, but they're, but they're, they're not, it's Ross. So, I mean, you can kind of just I, I don't, read, I don't the, expect read the tea leaves. How much money, and, and I know money's not an object to Steve Cohen, but how much money is Cody oh, yeah, Bellinger yeah. looking for? What positions does he play? 
that's not a need for the Mets to go spend. David well, Stearns yes, is going to tap Steve Cohen and say, no, 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 no. They're, they're not making those moves anymore. It's a complete change in philosophy. Hey, man, they're on, they're on a road to nowhere right now. No sign, you know, sign of things changed in the offseason. And, you know, I haven't brought it up, too. It's basically an entire, from top to bottom, the rush to the whole season panning out. It's basically like one giant what if. If, if this, this, this and that happens, they might contend for a wild card. And we know it won't happen. I Maybe. mean, you brought, you know, you talk about the Jets and Nets, too. It's something about these teams ending an ETS around here. I think it's more than yeah. just, you know, a, a strange coincidence. Dysfunction. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Dysfunction it's is, unbelievable. is spelled ETS it, in this city. I, I know it now, dealing with the Nets. Thanks for the call, Ross. I was saying that the other night. Like, you know, obviously I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Cowboys fan because I'm a child of the 90s. I don't care what anyone thinks. Oh, frontrunner bandwagon. I'm loyal to myself and the teams that I came into watching sports with. Uh, but, man, I could have stayed with the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Some of you may know the story of my brother bringing me to the Garden the first time to see Kobe. I was about to be a Lakers fan. But around the same time, Jason Kidd and the Nets emerged, and I decided to be a Nets fan, and it ain't that fun. <laughs> to be honest with you, it ain't no fun. It ain't no fun. So I can relate. I can relate. I don't understand how you can be a Mets, Jets, Nets fan. And I know there's a lot of y'all doing that. Ah, uh, man, I, I, it's rough. I feel for you because it's like every season, what's going to happen next? Let's go down to Red Bank, New Jersey, down the shore to talk to Matt. What you got, Matt? Hi, Keith. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, man. I like that you're a local boy. I actually just worked my last shift at Monmouth Medical Center. I'm transferring to a different hospital. That's where I was so born. I know that's where you were born. <laughs> yeah, you've talked about that. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, so I appreciate that. I'd love to talk about the Mets. Um, I really like that you're talking about a longer-term plan because you look at the other divisional team, the Braves, and you see what they've done with their young players, Austin Riley, Michael Harris. They, they, they lock these kids up when they're young. And there is some risk involved in that. However, there's also risk in signing a you know, 32-year-old player for a 10-year contract when you know you're not going to get anything on the back end. Right. So, you know, what, what I think the Mets should do is, like, take Frankie Alvarez, for an example. He came out. He had a pretty good rookie year. He looks like he's, you know, whether he's the real deal, he looks like he's got some real talent. Lock that guy up, you know. Lock him up for 10 years like they should have did with Pete Alonso. And now they're not dealing, you know, you don't have to deal with the, the free agent contract later when the guy's in their prime, and then you're going to have to pay him for those for those back end deals. I think that now they got some some young guys like like Alvarez, and they got Acuna. It's maybe too early to tell on him, but when you see guys that look like they might be worth something, I just think paying them in their younger years is no less a risk than bringing in free agents that I mean, you have to pay you know, towards the twilight of their it, career. It, it sounds good in theory, but every Yankee fan listening knows that Luis Severino got a contract before he hit free agency. How'd that work out? Uh, Brian Cashman tried to do the same thing with Aaron Hicks. Oh, we got a steal here. This is going to be our center fielder for the next seven years. It doesn't always pan out that way. The Braves have pretty much mat- mastered it. I don't know if that's in David Stern's playbook, but it just makes sense, especially with the way that the money in Major League Baseball is going you guys see the Yamamoto numbers and the things from his contract that came out? I'm going to talk about that later. And speaking of the Braves, I'm sure everybody saw uh, Chris Sale and uh, the Braves yeah. in that contract. I, I think that the Mets are on the right track. As much as I joke or, or troll and it's going to be a, a slow roast tonight because I do think it's 
hilarious that they're building their team with uh, discarded Yankees. Like, there's got to be Mets fans that that's making their skin crawl. They don't want it. They're Mets fans that don't want anything to do with the Yankees, and they got to watch former Yankees play for them that might actually suck. Then what? Then you're going to hate them and the Yankees even more. But I think that there's a plan in place. I think that Stearns is smart. I think that he is the guy now telling Steve, hey, this is how we got to do this. You know, going out there and giving Max Scherzer all that money, Verlander all that money, that's not – that's not going to fix anything, and um, you just got to wait it yeah. out. It's a long wait. Got to wait a year and wait a year. Yeah, and you I mean you touched on the contracts and and just inflation in general. I remember when Bryce Harper signed his deal, you know, five years ago, whenever that was, and a buddy of mine said that's the biggest deal you're ever going to see in baseball. No way. He's making. <laughs> well, he's making, how much is Bryce Harper making a year? Like twenty. He's making. He's got a three hundred and thirty million dollar contract, and the owner said he should have paid him more. The owner knows how much money he's, he's going to have to shell out. Bryce Harper is worth that 13-year, $330 million contract. Shohei Otani just signed for $700 million. Yeah, but at the, at the time when Harper got that contract, people are saying, oh, my God, I can't believe you're, you're paying a baseball player this much money. John Carlos but Stanton got $325 million from the Marlins, and then that group got out of baseball. Those guys knew they made a mistake. Thanks for the call, Matt. Shout out to Monmouth County, Monmouth Regional, Monmouth University. Mammoth, we're on the fan in New York. Keith McPherson on the fan in New York. Your nighttime host taking you till midnight. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Right back after this. Yeah. It's the fan in New York. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Only host younger than the station. <laughs> Let's get back into it. Tying up loose ends here. I did speak a little bit about Chris Sale and the Braves as we did have a call. I think Matt was talking about how the Braves tie up guys. And they are very good at extending guys, right? They, they get Matt Olson, they extend him, and they get Chris Sale from Boston. Boston, I think, is picking up $17 million of his contract. And they say, cool, if you guys are going to do that, we'll extend him. And they gave him a two-year, $38 million extension. Now, while we're looking at the Mets and people are saying they're, you know, taking out these lottery tickets, I'm saying they're they're putting together a, a you know, one, a plus 1,000 parlay, hoping that these, these legs all hit. I mean, the Braves, what do you, what do you think Chris Sale is going to be? I don't I don't think the Braves are expecting Chris Sale to be at the top of their rotation, but in an offseason where one there, there isn't that many top arms pitching free agents like that's a crafty move if Chris Sale is the Chris Sale that he once was, right? It, it might not pan out, it might not work out. 877-337-6666, but the Braves are stacked. And they see what the Dodgers are doing, they want to meet the Dodgers. I mean, if you listen to me on the fan Man, from probably August, September on, I'm like, I cannot wait to see the Braves, Dodgers, and the NLCS. <laughs> Didn't work out. That's baseball, Susan. Shout out to Susan, man. Susan, I hope you're well. Hope you're healing up. Was texting with Susan uh, a little bit today. Love Susan. Miss Susan. Can't wait for the Yankee stuff to kick back off. And, you know, you guys uh, over there in Queens can sign all the Mets former Yankees that you want. We're keeping John and Susan now. That's 
That's not even a joke. We're not. You guys got Howie Rose in them or whatever. We're keeping John and Susan. We got another year of that at least. 877-337-6666. I do want to talk football. It's a football Thursday. I won't be on until late tomorrow night. And, uh, I mean, this is it. This is week 18. Some guys are resting. Some guys are winning in. Some guys are losing, go home. And some guys are fighting for incentives. Other guys are fighting for uh, draft position. And this is it, man. As much as we wait for football, as much as we just, like, love the NFL, and, and it's completely bogus. Don't get me started on the officiating. It's trash. We're, we're watching. I, I think I might have been the first one to say this on the fan, but other people echoed it. We're watching something that is starting to get close to WWE. Like when you're waiting for a guy to get pinned and some shenanigans happen, it's like, come on, man. These refs don't even know how to call the game right. But, yeah, um, it's crazy that football is coming to an end. Playoffs are going to start. Playoffs, wild card round is always great. And I'm excited for it. I, I can't wait for the playoffs. I mean, I think most football fans, even if you are a Jets-Giants fan and it's been a rough season, you get excited for the playoffs no matter who's in it. Hopefully you cashed in your fantasy football league. I'm still waiting on my third place payment. I could have I could have won, but I know nobody wants to hear about my fantasy team. Chris is in Massapequa on the fan. What's up, Chris? What's going on, Keith? Thank you. All right. Listen, uh, I, I always listen to you guys on the fan because that's my favorite show, you guys. But I do offbeat because of the topic with the Pat McAfee stuff. I was YouTubing it, and I did see as much as, you know, Boomer and Greg this morning were saying, you know, that Stephen A. Smith and no one said anything about the whole controversy thing going on. I saw that guy today, as much money as he makes, I saw him mortified on national TV. No, Pat Pat McAfee. McAfee? Apologizing. And he kept doing it on and off for a couple of hours. Yeah, he knows who his bosses are. They tapped him on the shoulder. They checked him a little bit to say, hey, man, we gave you a lot of money. We brought you over here. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing, you know, like ABC, Jimmy Kimmel, ESPN, Disney, they're all connected. Yeah. And I know uh, they are. And You always you know hear, you, you always hear Michael good. K. Shout out to the Kester, too. I got to hit the Kester up as we're getting close to baseball season. You always hear Michael K. talk about how they're like a, a Tiffany company or how, like, they're pristine and, like, you know. Well, how, yeah. Well, you know, that's how it works. <laughs> so, but, but you know what, though, Keith? Let me say this. Because I think everyone listening to your show, which is probably a lot of people right now, should be hearing this. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Because Pat McAfee was was legit apologetic. And it doesn't matter what you do, what your lifestyle is. He was definitely saying above ESPN saying, yeah, okay, all right. I, I apologize on our behalf. And he made himself look a little better than what he might have looked like the last two days. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers should be doing the apologizing. Well, I know he should, but he's not doing that's gonna. Yeah, thanks for the call, Chris. Before we go to break and the uh, 8 o'clock hour here, I spoke on this two nights ago. I don't really care to keep speaking on it. Shout to Sal Licata, who's a pro's pro, and he said in his show today that, like, this isn't a sports story. Enough already. And, I mean, if you've listened to me talk about Aaron Rodgers, what do I say about Aaron Rodgers? 
Aaron Rodgers is the song that doesn't end. It just goes on and on, my friends. Some Jets fans started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they will keep on singing it forever just because. What is this for? Why is he going on Matt? Like, Pat McAfee shouldn't have to apologize. And I saw he I, on Twitter, and I don't I don't care. I'm, I'm done. I don't even watch that show like that. Respect, respect for the brand and what he built. But, like, you're letting Aaron Rodgers come on here and this this all could have been avoided. They weren't even they were talking about the Super Bowl logos and then they got to this and now Pat McAfee's the one apologizing. Oh, I never want to be in anything negative cuz you know what? The people that cut his checks, the people that brought him to ESPN, they probably had a conversation with him about this type of stuff. We don't have to go there. And like this took a, a left turn for no reason and this stuff is not a joke. It's not funny. But Aaron Rodgers thinks it's funny. Aaron Rodgers thinks everything is funny, right? He thinks COVID was funny. He thinks people having to get vaccinated in the media, like myself, he thinks that's funny. He thinks that everybody's out to get him. He thinks he's above everybody. He thinks he's immunized. He thinks he's actually going to come back and play for the Jets on a torn Achilles. (laughs) Never happened. Never bought it for a second. I was calling that a Jedi mind trick. Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, Aaron Rodgers. So enough already. This guy played four plays for the Jets. He came to New York because he's a master manipulator and a media magnet. And he understands, right? I'm not saying he's not smart. He understands all of this. He understands his platform. He understands how much he makes. And he leans into it, all of it. And he took a shot at Jimmy Kimmel in such a smug, stupid way. And Jimmy Kimmel should sue him. Defamation of character. Because this isn't a joke, man. When this whole thing, this list comes out or whatever, there's going to be some serious implications. And this stuff has been going on for years. How do we turn a Pat McAfee sports talk show into throwing Jimmy Kimmel into this mess? And I don't care if David Bakhtiari posted the list or whatever. Like, that's why I always say on air, man, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. This internet stuff's getting ridiculous. You guys see something on the internet. You think it's fact. You think it's true because David Bakhtiari put it out there because Aaron Rodgers is laughing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pop a bottle when this list comes out. This is the worst season for the Jets in a while. And Aaron Rodgers is at the head of it laughing somewhere. His karma and the curse of the Jets, we should have known. 877-337-6666. I'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 